This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Let's go. Trying to make him something Ain't no tell him he'll do for the paper Ain't no tell him Souffle, I'm straight I stay my plate Shot day, I'm a smooth operator I drop top of my wheel That car driving make you feel some type of way I know That custom brightly make you feel some type of way I'm shining, ho This bitch on we got me feeling some type of way Okay, okay Easy cause my homies rich, you feel some type of way Make you feel some type of way Heard she wanna fuck me, know you feel some type of way Mr. CEO, it's what my title say Me and my homies, DJ Ho, he feel some type of way Okay, now let me real, I know you feel some type of way I know you do When I get the bite, no hook, yo, she make that Tyson face Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Ann Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture and the Forty God. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? Your man, Jay Johnson, One Half of the Culture, One Half of Everything. What's poppin'? And this week, we bring to you the latest reviews for our Showtime favorites, The Shy and Flatbush Misdemeanors, man, streaming every week, available on Fridays. I really love that they move those around. I just want to say that every fucking week, man. Um, before we get into it, man, I want to thank the listeners, the supporters, everybody rocking with us week to week. Um, yo, man, we had two really good episodes this week, dog. Uh, the Shy was, it, it was some, I had a couple not so great moments with the shy, but I still thought it was fire all around, man. And then Flatbush just might have been my favorite episode, dog. Flatbush oh. went the fuck crazy this week, dog. I really was crazy. I laugh every week, but this was one of them ones, dog. Um, they brought in dog from uh, Insecure <laughs> that Issa was dating the security nigga <laughs> from the airport. That That's is a- him, huh? That was dog, bro. Yo, keep him around. Dog. Yo, that is him. Keep him around. He great. He great. Like I yo, Flatbush continues to not disappoint, man. Um, so before we get into the review, man, we got a couple voice notes about Flatbush that we gonna we gonna rock out with. Then we get over to the shy, man. First things first. Uh, if you listen to episode two fifty one, or if you didn't, rather go ahead and drop this pod right now. Go check that one out, then come back to this one later. Uh, but. If you've already listened to it, then you know that the man AJ from across the pond, salute to the God, he uh, left us <laughs> pretty funny voice note <laughs> about uh, about P Valley, but he also has some shit to say about the Cheyenne Flatbush. So we're gonna kick it off with AJ, and then we get to the voice notes from Rob. Uh, salute to both Curve, of them, man. Too. Oh, Curve, what up? Um, Macho was supposed to send one in I told him get down with us man But he ain't send it in quick enough So Macho salute to you I know you listening man uh, Get your voice notes in before Monday's at 5 nigga. Alright let's see what, uh, what AJ had to say About the rest of the shows That's it That's my P-Valley voice note for this week Apologies and big shout out To the vocal god Cisco What up Ant? What up Jay It's your boy AJ As if you didn't already know from Lagos for the second and final week, this year at least. You know, before this week's episode of P-Valley, the last time, maybe the only time, I heard the words, fill me up, nigger, come out of another man's mouth, was at a gas station outside of Jacksonville, Florida, on one of my visits to your great country. This episode did not... <laughs> Yo, I didn't realize AJ went into P-Valley. I really thought he stopped mm. after the... Hold up. All right. We might got to... We might got to do a little editing, dog. Hold up. Wait. Let me find where we get into Flatbush and the Shy. Jay Nicholson. How can you not... No. The moments in this episode that brought a chill to my spine. Oh, no. Old Jay Nicholson. Very well. Another man's mouth was... Whoa. Did not <laughs> mesh together <laughs> very well. Yo. And I feel like we're missing them hot wangs at the pank. Uh, you not be destined for greatness. <laughs> um, also, big salute to Miss Loretta. Uh, oh, he dressed up as Trump Valley, no. My bad, AJ. Rendezvous with uh, Clifford. 
I no, took him for his could, word when he said that was all I got on P Valley. Because <laughs> if you heard what he had on P Valley, you would have thought, yo, that was really all my nigga. Be on to the shy. Okay. This week's episode had me screwing my koofy on tight again. <laughs> this shit does not make any sense. Very little of it rings true. And I'm just going to say this. If you haven't already, do some digging into the writer of this episode and then ask yourselves, why is this person being invited to write for an all-black show mm. about black folks in Chicago? Mm. That's all I'm going to say. Mm. Flatbush okay. was funny as hell, as always, even if it felt like a little bit of a mid-season bridge episode. Uh, but just two points. Firstly, am I alone in finding it weird uh, how many uh, body shots we're getting of Zayna? Uh, secondly, every time that white lady says Negro, I get a little bit more irked every time, mm. um, which I guess is the intended effect, and it's definitely working. I mean, I've had many professional encounters with these kinds of white folks who are all jacked up on post-colonialism, CRT, mm. white guilt, and when you talk to them and you scratch the surface, you realize that they often have more inbuilt, preconceived ideas prejudices and fetishes about us than your average white folks in the street. Talk to them. So you need to be careful with these kinds of people. And finally, I really enjoyed your discussion of Belly. You guys definitely won that one. Uh, Belly is not one of the all-time worst movies. No way. Um, but I'm curious to know, what would you brothers say is the worst of that kind of movie? I mean, like the sort of, you know, the black crime gang type movie. And let's limit it to theatrical release only. No straight to DVD or whatever. So no belly too. Okay, peace and blessings, everybody. <laughs> Speak to you next time. Yo, I'm going to have to think about that. Yeah, That's a good I'm, one. AJ, I promise you I'm going to answer that on the next pod. Because I had something for you until you said theatrical release only. And then I'm like, mm, nah, I want to really make sure I get in my bag. AJ, next pod, next week, I'm going to have an answer for you. Guaranteed. Um, I got to find out. I got to find them shits that go around all the time. Be like, how many of these movies have you seen? And you yeah, click yeah, off. Because yeah. they yeah. usually have like all of them on yep, there. Yep. I want to see this one with like fake Chris Tucker. Mm. You know fake Chris Tucker? Yeah. You talking about. um? My bad. I have never knew his name. No, no, no. And that sounds. I, I don't want to disrespect No, I know the guy. nigga you talking about. Uh, He was in. But a lot of them were straight to DVD though. Mm. I know dog you talking about. Yeah. Um fuck cuz he was I, I feel like I remember know, he was like running for one, the police for like a long time in one of these joints. One of his movies I actually fucking really liked. I hate it, but I loved it. I used to watch that shit a lot. But I got but that's but a more, I, I know more you comedies about. though. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We going we going to think about that cuz that's yeah. a great question, man. I appreciate that AJ and uh Safe Travels back. I know you mentioned this your last week over in Lagos, man. So, uh I I hope you've enjoyed the fuck out of this trip. That sounds like a beautiful thing to do. Middle of the summer in the motherland, nigga, you could have for 2 weeks. <laughs> a lot worse you could have done with the rest of your summer, man. So, I appreciate it and uh thank <laughs> so, you for tuning in as it's always. Not too many bro. hotter places you could be. Shit, what was wild when he first told us he was traveling to London or to Lagos? And he said, you remember the voice note? He was like, yo, it's cooler in Lagos than it was when I left London. Yeah. London was having a heat wave. <laughs> and it was like, oh, shit. Um, but salute yo, to my dog for staying in touch, man. You know, I, I, um, I, don't tip, I don't actually have a lot of things I want to do in Europe. It's not really like one of like my, my goals. Yeah. However... I do want to travel and see how black people live in other, in other spaces. And like... I get that culturally how they look, how they, what's the norms and and like how are people treat? Like I do want to just meet black people in other places in the world and see how how shit is. Yeah, that's not necessarily. Yeah, that, I'll just leave it at that. I want I want to see how black like all the black people in France. Like, fuck do y'all be on? Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and 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 in the UK, yeah. whether it be the spread out. You know what I'm saying? I tried to. I went to London one time. I tried to find the grimy niggas in London. Like I don't know why. I just wanted to find the hood because I know they out there. You know what I'm saying? Like beyond just the, the shows and shit that we got. Like I know London got some hood shit. Though. I watch. 
I try to find it. it or not, on YouTube, I watch a lot of the a lot of the shit and yeah. shit be math. Remember that one show I was referring to last week? That I, I mean, last year I was like, "Yo, this is the show," and it was a god damn it, what's the top name boy? Of it? No, this was a, a YouTube joint. <laughs> oh, yo, dating. shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you put everybody on to that shit, yo. yeah. And then like that, damn, what's the name of that shit? I can't think of, but damn. that got my YouTube algorithm. Yeah, going and like I just found so much shit and I and I'm like, yo, these niggas act just like us. They just sound fam. It's proper. Like, <laughs> like it's a it is one show on Netflix that I really do love. Um, and I think season three is on the way. It's called Blood and Water. Mm. It's about some young, like, black kids in Africa, basically. <laughs> like, but they all, well, most of them at least, are like wealthy, privileged. Um, only a couple kind of come from a struggle a little bit, but it's about them and the private school they go to and like all the the personal, the main story is one of the characters thinks that this girl is her sister who got abducted on some like back in Africa when they were trafficking kids shit. And she thinks that this girl is her sister and she trying to figure out is she or isn't she. Um, but it's just a really good fucking show. And to your point, it's like, yo, they living just like us. Like they over there listening to music, hanging out. Being normal fucking kids like we are in America. So it's it's definitely dope to see the similarities, but also learn some of the differences between the cultures, man. Um, so that said, uh, enjoy the rest of your trip, AJ, man. And just thank you for tapping in and watching these shows because I ain't going to lie. If I was in Lagos for two weeks, nigga, I'm probably not watching P-Valley, dog. Like, I just, that's not on my agenda, dog. Like, it ain't. But salute to you for keeping up with us and for sending the voice notes in. All right, let's see what my dog Rob had to say. Rob Silver, what up? Third member of the pod, the guide. Let's see what he had to say about Flatbush misdemeanors this week, man. Once again, Hassan Johnson kills every scene he's in. And I love how, little by little, Dan Perlman and Kevin are using Flatbush as an actual backdrop for the series. For about the second or third time this season, you see Zayna and her boyfriend walking through Flatbush, and I've been to every section of Flatbush. I, I just love that community. And by the way, fellas, if you're ever in New York, the food that uh, Drew was eating when he was at the fellowship from Footprints, the Rasta Pasta, Footprints is my favorite Caribbean restaurant in Brooklyn. They have one in Coney Island and they have one in Flatbush and Flatlands. The food is phenomenal. Episode was great. Kareem killed it again. Hassan, give that brother his flowers. Give that brother his Emmy Award. Fellas, talk to y'all soon. Yo, uh, when I was watching the Damson Idris episode on a Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. Envy and Angela Yee told him to go to that so- that spot to get some Rasta pasta. Yeah, specifically, yeah. that was the spot the spot in Brooklyn. Yeah. So I actually I didn't have Rasta pasta, but I had some food from Footprints in uh, in Coney Island. I think that was the location that we got a uh, a DoorDash from. And um, yeah, I'm mad that niggas didn't tell me about the Rasta pasta because I feel like I heard about it later in life and I got kind of pissed off whichever one I think it was on like I think the one we got to deliver from was like surf street or surf avenue something like that surf road something like that that was the one we went to but uh or ordered from rather but I definitely had some food from footprints it was fire didn't have the roster pasta and I'm kind of mad at my New York friends who didn't let me order that shit when that's apparently the thing to do man but salute to that and as always Rob we appreciate when you drop them New York gems in there because you know, it's shit you know that we don't know. So thank you, man, and thank you for wiring up the listeners. Um, yo, man, give Hassan his fucking flowers, dog. Yo, Hassan Johnson, and it's funny because I thought about him when we did the belly pod. I was like, yo, we always talk about Hassan been playing himself in every role, but it works. But when we went back to belly, we in 98 now. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is before The Wire. This is... Before we knew Weebay and all that shit. This is just Hassan in all the movies that Hassan was in before he really blew up and became a household name. Dog, this nigga just kills when he on screen, bro. Like, 
That's just it's the bottom line. Like whether it's comedy, whether it's drama, whether it's street shit, this nigga Hassan is fucking great, dog. Like he tore this episode apart, nigga. I I thoroughly thought this was his episode. Like it more so than any other previous ones. I really feel like that nigga put his stamp on this one, dog. He didn't have a he had fucking, more screen time this episode. He had way more screen time, and the lines were. I mean, he was just delivering the fuck. Like, even the one scene when he came out to rehab and he like, yo, I don't even fuck with that confectioner's sugar. Dog. Like, bro, I'm crying at that shit. So let's jump off on the first scene. Better up, better they up. At the, they in the uh, the bike shop. Dan and, uh, and Kevin together having a real combo. Yeah, and I was, I was kind of thrown off because, like, yo, Dan been trying to tell you about this nigga, uh, Drew. The whole season And you, and can't you be, ain't want to fucking hear it Every time he say something Nah they're gonna tell me I want to talk about it I want to hear about it So I had no idea He was like Oh shit he got arrested Why'd you tell me I'm like nigga Cause you You've been Telling me you don't want Fam, to You have literally avoided So One thing that I think We gotta just I mean we've all noticed it But when Dan and Kevin Start talking about their problems These niggas have zero accountability Dog Like they're one and the same with regard to accountability. They don't have none, bro. Mm-hmm. And Kevin in this scene was looking real goofy. Like, nigga, he went to jail? Why you ain't saying that? Bro, every time I said his name, you said, I don't want to talk about it. And that. walked away. Bro, I can't tell you what's going on with Drew. Yeah. But meanwhile, Drew was like deeply ingrained in my life recently. Yeah. And so you don't being, know. So that being said, nigga, let me go talk to this nigga before he try to kill me. Bro, yo, like, yo. yo, Kevin's fear was fucking hilarious. <laughs> was real. It, it was, was real like, as fuck. Yo, I even laughed. Yo, my favorite part of that opening scene was when Dan was like, yo, Kareem told this nigga what my NA meeting is. He showed up. Now he be in my meetings. Whoop. And Kevin like, well, shit, man. Maybe, he, you know, he really an addict. He, trying, he was like. Man, that nigga ain't no addict. Like he just doing this as part of his bail. Ain't you? He was like, he was like, what Kareem say? He was like, Kareem said I shouldn't be talking about anonymous. (laughs) I shouldn't be saying who's in an anonymous meeting. Whatever he said, dog. That shit was funny. But then he said he only to get girls. He like, ain't you trying to get on? He was like, ain't you trying to get on Sydney, motherfucker? Like he was like, "Eh, that's only one girl. Yeah, that's different. Like, oh shit. Uh, Oh, curve note, curve note. Yeah, yeah. Curve, what up? What's good this week in culture family? Uh, this is a half Nelson review. Half Nelson um, because of the intersections of similarities between uh, Flatbush misdemeanors and half Nelson. Um, it's like dead on, uh, even down to um, the teacher, the student, uh, the relationship. Um, even though at some points in half Nelson, it, it was a little bit inappropriate from the teacher side of things here. Um, but overall, it was a good, solid story. Uh, the guy just wanted the, the kid to do better. Uh, he was a teacher struggling with addiction. Kid caught him in, like, a drug orgy situation because uh, she started hustling uh, for a friend of the family, kind of like an uncle. Uh, only difference, it was uh, Papa Doc um, is, the, is the drug dealer family friend uh, who was looking out for the young person uh, versus Weebay. Uh, but it was a good movie, man. Very uh, good content, good um, overall story, uh, good focus. Uh, so I will recommend, man. Shout out Rob Silver for that recommendation. Uh, Half Nelson, I think I watched it on Stars. It was on the Stars app. So if somebody else wanted to or check it out, uh, if you're looking for the comedy, it is not a comedy. Super, super, <laughs> super drama. Um, but all the similarities, basketball coaching, um, working with the students, being a teacher, having addiction, family members, influences, all of those good things. Um, but, yep, so check out Half Nelson on Stars. I forgot Rob said that because I'm like, what the fuck is Half yeah, Nelson? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that voice now. Salute Curve, salute Rob Silva. Yo, man, this week in Culture Family, man, we we making recommendations across the pod. Huh? Yeah. Um, but uh, that, that opening scene was important for a few reasons. One, Kevin finally learns fucking Drew is not only out and walking around and looking for him, but nigga, he on bail. He been arrested, and now he concerned that Drew might think he was the reason that he, he was got like, caught. Why'd you up. tell me he gonna think? And and, and uh, it's a valid train of thought. Eh. I don't think that shit's a far stretch to think. Yo, this nigga got locked up. I disappeared. He gonna try to put two and two together and come up with me. No, he said. 
I come back in town, then he get arrested, he gonna think of it. Like, nigga, you didn't shoot nobody. Facts. In your own residence. Facts. And the nigga's not, a, he's not dead, he got shot in the leg. Like, Man. I know who shot me. Man. Like, Man. what do you got to do with this? But you was there, you was a witness, and you ran. The nigga who got shot, see who shot him. I was at your house. But you was a witness, and you ran. And then when you come back in town, I get arrested. I could see why he thinks Drew might think that. I can't think. Like, what What could I possibly say to the police that they don't already know? I know where he at. Especially. That would get him arrested? Yeah, because they've been looking for this nigga. They couldn't find Because you remember that oh, nigga went to Philly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that nigga went to Philadelphia for a minute and came back with the Undertaker fits on and all that. So, I get why he thinking that. What I don't get is. Why you would avoid this nigga if you wanted it to be clear that you ain't have shit to do. Like, that you wouldn't even talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm back in town. Let me talk to Drew just so that nigga know I'm still not saying shit about his whereabouts. <laughs> nigga, like, I want him to know I'm cool. But, fuck it. He waited till now. And now you got to go see this nigga thinking that he might be on your fucking head about getting arrested. So, you know, Kevin's fear was real. I get real. that, like, uh, I came back in town and now I know where you at. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, thinking, yeah. like, nigga, you don't got no information. The nigga who shot, who I shot. <laughs> this is my house. I mean, like, you know, okay, I get, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, we see Kevin at the fellowship again, man. He, he went to the fellowship after he left the bike shop. Yo, bro. <laughs> He not that good Compared to what's being asked of him in his fellowship you, Kevin is definitely like An artist who needs to just paint what he wants to paint Nigga cause Well like the, the fellowship Well they on bullshit we know yeah. that Everybody's playing a game Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good But he but won't play this game. game Yeah, like I don't, And I don't I don't know this weird game Cause I've never had to, to Here's my thing though Cause after last week when you sat down with old girl who won it Now you officially know I need to play the game Cause she told you, yo, I played the game till I won, and then I did my own art. I, I paint a nigga in a prison suit. Come on, nigga. I thought I'm playing a game. Yeah, this is the type of nigga shit y'all like, fam. That nigga ain't get it, dog. Um, but shout out to old boy, uh, the airport security nigga from Insecure. I, I don't know your name on here. I think that nigga name was Sharif. Um, salute to Sharif. Came in and immediately was showing his ass, nigga. He hung out with Nancy. They went to the bar. Oh, girl, Kevin been getting cool with. She told him, oh, yeah, nigga. Y'all went to the bar. She was like, go to yoga with her. That's where you really going to learn something. And they all, like, rubbing up, rubbing shoulders with Nancy, the white chick. Kevin like, wait, y'all hung out last night? That nigga Sharif said, yo, I told you to come. Kev, we trying to put you on, dog, but you so anti, nigga. And, like, I get it. You don't want to play this game. You anti, that's fine. But you can't expect to do well if you fucking and refuse And was so funny and shit dog. And he was like well, nigga, we, had, we told you to pull up He was like, like yeah But I want a Saturday white woman <laughs> And I get it I get it But it's like if you won't do it bro Then what the fuck is you doing dog Like low key Why are you still in this shit If you refusing nigga That's what I'm thinking In the earlier part of the episode Like nigga if you won't buy in Just I, leave I, I nigga. didn't know I had to do this though but Like I no, thought I, I, thought I was that. good last week I, I get that But I'm like nigga You won't buy in They not paying you you don't got room and board. <laughs> Yo, nigga, just quit and go work at the bike shop and paint what you want to paint, dog. But, um. Well, he got room. Well, he got <laughs> he a couch. That. He got a couch. He ain't got no board. He got a room. <laughs> he, no, he in a is, room. This is the area. <laughs> yeah. I got area and board. No, he, he's. <laughs> Yo, area and board is funny as fuck. Oh, shit. Um. Yo, man. We also learned this nigga, Dan. Shout out to Dan. No accountability, Dan. He ain't been to fucking rehab or the NA meetings in a minute. He been missing meetings. He came. He came late to this one that he had. So Sydney, the chick he likes, she like, yo, nigga, why was you late today? And why you missed last week? He like, oh no, nah, I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about not even fucking with this shit no more. Real talk. She like, why, nigga? He was like, oh yeah, I don't like the people. Yeah, y'all know niggas. Y'all letting in here. That y'all, y'all letting in the riffraff. Y'all let, y'all, y'all let anybody. This motherfucker. I, I ain't with this uh, in Property the riffraff. Value, this nigga. bitch didn't went down. No, it went way down, nigga. Y'all, y'all niggas is uh, east siding it over here, dog. And she was like, look, this the best NA I've been in, nigga. Like this shit well, cold over here. Well, well, you are so further in your addiction that you've been to many. Yeah, uh, this is my first <laughs> and only. So uh, she kind of pieced together. She was like, well, no, Dan told her. He was like, yo, I. Right, be real This nigga Drew That just came to the class So I think Yo Dan has been telling the truth a lot 
But he tell the truth after you tell four lies, nigga. <laughs> I try to smooth that shit over and like I ain't trying to get into all these details. Yeah, but like, fuck it. But because like I feel like last year he would just keep the lot going. No, that's definitely a fact. He's improved from last yeah, year. Because last year season he, one it was lie on top was of lie, lie on, on top, top of lie, and that's how he kept getting in trouble. Yeah. This time he went ahead and bent because he like old girl and he like I right, and I don't want you to think I'm a whole ass nigga or I'm not serious about my sobriety. And he and she basically he he gave a, a short synopsis. But yeah, and she pieced it all together. A little bit of accountability too, because he yeah. was like, and to be honest, like I was involved in some of this yeah, shit yeah. that led, to, yep. led to this. And versus. she was like, "Oh, so that weird ass story you told in my one year, which was not really the one year. It was the episode. I mean, it was like the meeting before that. No, no, no. But remember, the one year he got into that weird shit, and he was like, "Uh, yeah. So let's oh. forget everything that I ever told you. So, techni- so technically, yeah, that was still about. Yeah, yeah, Drew. yeah, about Drew. Yeah, because gotcha. he was saying forget it because I don't want y'all to say nothing. Because Drew was Because he here room. now Yeah 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 Which is weird that niggas Would bring up your old past shit Like hey, In yo, the NA meeting Yo remember that time You said you sucked your dick on us Like <laughs> Like bro this <laughs> NA Like Keep my shit anonymous dog Um but The nigga He, he kept it real with her He told her straight up This why I ain't been to the meetings But he was like You know what man What's been up with you She was like Oh if you would've been here You would've heard me say That I really don't want to go to this uh, Birthday thing That I gotta go to later for a friend And he was like Oh you'll be around drinks And shit like that She was like Yeah I'm kind of regretting it You ever know This not a date A chick Oh hell yeah <laughs> Let, let me, It's not a date like, Nigga, I, This not a date It's shorty Till she realizing We on dates <laughs> When we on dates yo, This six not a yeah, date Yeah no, no. This same This first not a date Turned into a date Didn't it By hour 13 Nigga <laughs> You realize You ain't home yet <laughs> We 12 miles from your car <laughs> How you getting back On a date I was, um, I was waiting for Dan to say, let me put the tip in. Yo. Because Dan was. Dan hit her with, like, no, I want you to come over. I could cook. She was like, what we do? He was like, I cook for you. This nigga Dan said, it's just a smaller meeting. Fam. <laughs> Classic. Dan said, you supposed to cook this salmon on parchment paper, but I ain't had none. So I took some scraps from school. Nigga, Sir. Nigga said. <laughs> We're not going out. Actually, this is a request for you to come to my house in. and come in. He said, come in. We're not going out. Yo, know. Dan was okay. Hey, pimping on I'm this like, shit. I'm like, let me write this down. No, write that notes. down. Write that down. <laughs> write that down. Like, Dan shit. had a couple bars, dog. Um, so, when him and Sydney, because I kind of want to touch on, on that a little bit. Him and Sydney, we're going to talk about how they got to the end of their night. But I keep, was I was noticing her reservations about everything, but she also was like, she had the like I'm reserved, but I'm gonna do it. I think her name Cindy. Sid Sydney Sydney. Yeah, I think Sydney a wild boy. Yeah, and, and I Dan think she's trying to protect Dan and, from and Dan her had, wildness. Dan has I said wild boy like no 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 but real that's shit. a term she don't uh, know. I don't Dan. You have no idea. First off, you don't know this woman. Yeah, at all. Yeah, and you met her in a in a yeah, and it's one she literally just hit her one year, and now you trying to fuck that shit up. Yep, because you ain't had no cutty since uh, whatever happened to the the principal last year. You ain't had no cutty last <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> like so, yo, he really trying to and like your dad, like his dad said, yeah. like nigga, you a weird nigga. You just go home and go to work. You don't, you know, you don't meet girls. Yeah, so man. he trying to, he and really he trying, trying to, get to really get on. But it's like, bro, that's I'm gonna tell you why Dan kind of keep. Eh, Bro, you can't take advantage of her, like, because she also kept hitting him with, yo, you're not supposed to date during your first year of sobriety, which is one of their rules in NA. Um, and that's why Dan kept on to this ain't a date, saying a date at her. But it's like, Dan, come on, bro. She just hit her one year. You only a month into your shit. Fam, scale it back, dog. Like, scale it back, bro. Don't. That nigga said, yo, one year. My two my months. My two months. That's 14 months. Like, my nigga, that's not two. Man, that's still not two years. Lady Flay was like, you know, uh, they going through the little, the little titles and shit. Like, yeah. power. I've, I've never had any power in my life. <laughs> Yo, that was funny as fuck. Um, but after the meeting, Drew, talking to a chick as they walk out, bumps into Kevin. Kevin came down to the meeting so he could explain himself real quick. Fam, by far one of the funniest moments of this shit. This nigga Kevin said, Drew, I just wanted to tell you I ain't had nothing to do with you getting arrested. I heard you was back. I want to come down here and da da da. That nigga said, nigga, you ain't got to explain yourself no, no, no. to me. Nigga, I swear on Dan's life. I swear life. on Dan life. <laughs> that nigga said, I put that on Dan life. Yo, don't put nothing on my life. <laughs> don't put nothing on my life. But then that nigga Drew said, 
Yo, nigga, you ain't got to explain nothing to me. He was like, you ain't snitch. You ain't after go to I the shot people. the nigga. He said, you ain't you ain't go to the people after, last time after I was trying to kill you. Yeah, so I, so I ain't you worried ain't, about that. Yo, so he was like, so why you mad at me then? What you looking for me for? That nigga said, nigga, you ain't put the free Drew hashtag on your social. Yo, bro. That nigga said, I'll do it next time. Bro, no, that nigga said, no, I'll do it now. That nigga Drew said, nigga, I'm out. <laughs> Dog. What's so funny is like, he just casually mentioned that I was trying to kill you uh, bro. a couple months ago. <laughs> bro, him saying you ain't put the free Drew hashtag on your shit, I really wanted to file that under... The thing I absolutely did not think he was finna say. That's a fact. <laughs> like, and what's what? so crazy is I forgot this shit started because he bumped into some lean. Literally. I, Literally. I mean, that's yeah, the first episode. Dan explaining that shit was hilarious. That I'm nigga like, said, yo, yo, that is uh, how this started. He knocked over Because uh, he was a fucking Drew's delivery lean. boy. <laughs> he knocked Man. over Drew's lean. That nigga said, yo, lean is a drug. She was like, I'm I aware. Know. I'm aware. So I know. She, nigga. You don't know what. Uh, yo, Sydney on the way. Sydney going to show Dan something, dog. Because he keep. You ever, like, kept getting at a girl who kept telling you, nah, this ain't no good? Like, I ain't no good for you, nigga. Like, this thing, and then you finally get at her and she gives, and now you're in some trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, finna be in some trouble, dog. Like, I, I see it on the way, bro. How say, it says it's easy to get the pussy, just don't fall in love. Next um, thing you know, I'm hooked up with this bitch in the tub. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, like, yo. What's wild is, um, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to the end of their date or their non date, because I already see the direction it's finna go. Now, Drew has worked his way back into both of their lives on a weekly basis. Factuals. You know what Factuals. I'm saying? Now you're going to run into me at the, uh, which is pretty cool from the writing aspect. Like, because these are the main characters and we have yeah, to find yeah. a way for them to, to interact with each other, right? Yep. So now you're going to be at the, the NA meetings and now you're going to be up at the, uh, at the, the Negro League <laughs> because, <laughs> uh, Drew is going to knock old girl down for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's happening. Um, Yo, when Drew get with Nancy and then controls the fate of Kevin's fellowship win or not, yo, she got. I was kind of. I was afraid for a hot second. So when they were talking, oh, let's let's rewind a little bit. At the beginning, when Kevin was talking to Sharif and the other girl from class, and he found out they went out for drinks with Nancy and was hanging and he behind the curb. Um, the nigga asked Sharif, he was like, bro, how do you deal with Nancy, nigga? And that nigga was like, I be high. And he was like, yo, I can get you some." He said, cocaine make me talk. Yeah. He said, weed make me calm. Coke make me talk. He, Molly make me horny. Like, that nigga went through all the drugs. And he was like, I can get you whatever you want. I got a guy for everything. And that nigga was like, Kevin was like, man, nigga, everybody got a weed guy. Nigga, well, I got a weed guy. you be afraid of niggas, like, or you be nervous, you start offering up random shit. Facts. Like oh, I know, like he talking to uh Drew, to like Drew, nigga, yeah. he had no reason to offer up. So Drew, after Kevin and Drew realized, nigga, the issue that they had is actually really a non-issue, <laughs> um, because it's all about a hashtag. Kevin, like, shit, what else been up with you, dog? And that nigga Drew, like, shit, I'm trying to get back on my feet. I need a new plug, cause this nigga, uh, plug ran off. He me. was like, my plug ran off. My brother, Sticky Fingers, about to get. Bill probably That's gonna be another bill If he get out And then I can't really afford To pay for Zayna's shit No more So she getting money From this little dude And I don't wanna fucking See her get into no trouble Fucking around with a street nigga Cause he a young nigga Who might not know How to move Giving her bread and shit So he like I need a fucking plug That nigga Kevin say Yo this dude Sharif from my class He be getting drugs and shit I can introduce you that nigga said, yo, why don't I just come down there? He was like, nah, I'm going to get the number for you. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That nigga Drew said, nah, I come down there, nigga. Fuck that. So we go down there with him. Kevin thought this nigga was going to meet him in the alley. <laughs> Drew came up in the class, nigga. <laughs> and then it was on, dog. Yo, the the funniest shit to, for me in this episode, so fucking subtle. And it wasn't even like a joke, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. But when... That nigga Drew got up there and started talking. 
And that nigga Kev looked like Man they about to keep <laughs> This nigga said he grabbed my stuff. Like, dog. <laughs> have you ever like Bro, come on, man? He that, knew it was over. It, all right, man. Because <laughs> first of all, the, the scene when Nancy walked up to Sharif, she like, yo, Sharif, I got these leftovers. Um fucking Rasta pasta from the spot from footprints. Like, I wanted to bring you this shit. And then that nigga Drew stepped right in, like, oh, you got the Rasta pasta? Like, let me get that. And that nigga like Sharif, you want to share this shit? Who are you? And she like, who the fuck are you? He was like, oh, I'm Kevin's cousin. And she like, nigga, even the shit she told Kevin, she was like, yo, my ex-husband used to bring strange men home. I ain't like it then, and I don't like it now. Don't fuck with me. Don't fuck with me, Kevin. Wasn't no, wasn't no smile, wasn't Nothing. no joke. She that, was that, dead ass. That, um... What was All that, that little playful joke, joke shit. Yeah, no, we got, we got y'all. Yeah, we got y'all. No, Flavor was not there. No, that it shit was, is gone, dog. Don't fuck with me. And... Then when they start going through the fucking pains for the week, the theme was defiance. She hated Kevin's pain. She like, didn't even know who did it. She didn't even know it. She was just like, mm, who did this? Who did this? Because y'all clearly ain't pick up on the theme. And that nigga Kevin was like, it's my shit. And she was like, nah, dog, this shit is trash. I ain't fucking with it. And then Drew stepped in like, yo, I think, I think you, you looking at it wrong. He was like, I don't think white people got the eyes to see this shit for like, real. Why you still here? Because I ain't finished eating. Nigga said, because I'm still eating, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> he was like, all right, man, they about to keep me Yeah, that nigga started packing his shit because he ready to go. Then that nigga Drew dropped a bomb that I knew was going to work. That nigga said, when I was locked up, I said, bam, Nancy got her. Got her. He said, when I was locked up, niggas look like this every day. She was like. You were in jail, nigga. When 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 she went to wipe his mouth for the roster, and then sucked her finger off, shit, fam. She fam. ate it. Tears. <laughs> Yo, the chick playing Nancy is bodying this shit. Like I know her role ain't deep on this show, but she bodying it, dog. Like her subtleties too, man. Shout out to Macho. He mentioned this shit. Her subtlety. Everybody's jokes are so subtle yeah. and well timed on this shit. It's perfect, dog. It's it's a perfect thing. Well, you know they say like yo, eighty five percent of uh, communication is nonverbal. Yeah, yeah. That's what they be so they giving funny. you your eighty five every time, dog. Yeah. Um. One thing I did want to touch on real quick, because it started in the scene where Zayna was talking to her homegirl. She like, yo, I've been dating this nigga Desmond for a minute. We ain't fucked yet. Woo, woo, woo. Her homegirl like, well, give him something. She like, nah, we going to wait. She like, well, send him a picture of your ass. Woo, woo. Uh, AJ mentioned it in his voice note, and I saw Macho mention it on Twitter. They like, yo, I feel like Zayna, my niece, <laughs> nigga, like, it's kind of wild. Seen like, I know she a... In the sexy lingerie. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know child. that I want to see Zayna, like, doing what Zayna doing, dog. I'm sure she's an adult in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but on it's the like, show, oh, she's playing show, a high school like, kid. Yeah, Zayna, like... to see you in your But these day. is the scenes where I'm like, damn, I wish she would listen to Hassan a little bit more. Like, yeah. she's so anti that nigga when he tries to tell her something like he try to put her on and she gets into well you fucked up my life cuz you lied to me about what happened to my dad and it's like fam yeah that shit don't matter fam i'm trying to give you some game dog but one thing that uh that did happen that relates to this scene at the at the fellowship Hassan or Drew and Zayna was walking around the street, just kind of walking through. Salute to uh Rob Silva, walking around Flatbush and he was like how's everything at school? She was like yo i'm doing this play it's dope, but we don't got enough money for, like, set design. Like, all our shit is kind of trash. We trying to make it work, but it ain't working. So then he was like, well, shit, you know, what you doing for money? Like, you need some help with that shit? I can help. And she was like, nah, Desmond got me. He been buying all the supplies and whoop, whoop, whoop. So when Drew at the fellowship, Nancy was like, yo, now that I know you a real authentic nigga, let me run something by you. I got this idea where... Everybody in the fellowship could paint a Black Lives Matter mural down at this park. And that nigga Drew was like, man, that mural will be fucking gone in two days, dog. Like, you don't even need to waste your time with that. Over at my niece's school, they can't afford the fucking supplies and the art design shit that they need for their play. Why don't y'all help them out? Do some real shit. So that nigga worked a fucking... Yeah, for sure. He, he worked a miracle out of that, and now he's trying to get... Zayna some real help with her play, which I hope she appreciates when he shows up with it, man. Um, I like that shit. Uh, you know, he like he told uh, Kev, like, nigga, you thought about to fuck that shit up. I told yeah, him, I put you person, on, nigga. Uh, he did. He worked his magic. All and, that shit. And went now, down. Kevin on. Like, now you got your look, dog. Uh, his pops 
in this episode, I thought uh Oh he, Kareem. Kareem's still on to something. He he sniffed that shit out like, yo, my nigga, you about to go on a date. Yeah. No, y'all can't be dating because it need to be some one year shit. And he's doing the right things the wrong way, but he's doing the right things in his heart in the right place. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. come over there and hate on y'all niggas. He was like, Because he said you've been ignoring your mama calls. We tried to call. You gonna kill me? For that ass You gonna <laughs> He couldn't say yes He agreed You gonna kill your dad For, for that, that ass He um, like I mean And then so he over there He playing games with him and shit While they cooking Kareem know how to play all the white games Cause he ain't know how to play spades nigga And then uh, Unacceptable The nigga Kareem was like Yo I left Yahtzee over here somewhere Let me go find him When he was looking around Found a bottle of wine When he found the wine he was like, oh, hell no, nah, nigga. You keeping a bottle of wine? Dan was like, yo, that shit probably been here for years. Nigga, I'm not drinking. Nigga, Kareem drank the whole bottle to keep Dan and Sydney from drinking it. But he got drunk and passed out. Long story short, they get to fooling around and shit. They was finna fuck. Smell some smoke. You know Realize Dan burnt the damn fool. Because uh, he had regular paper instead of parchment paper. I mean, uh, it's a whole thing. Uh, they had to get the fuck out of there because his window ain't work. So they had to go down the steps. Take Kareem drunk dead body out the steps. She hurt her back. Just put the smoke out though. I mean, facts. Um, like this, the and maybe went in the hallway. Did it? Did it like, burn down? Or no, like? I didn't burn shit. Um, wasn't no fireman there. Like it was fine. But they did all that. They took Kareem out. Oh, girl hurt her back trying to get Kareem down three flights of steps. Now I'm worried about her getting on some. Cause Dan was like, "You want to go to the doctor." She was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to go home. Cause you I was can't. like, oh, because you can't take no pills. Yeah. But now I'm worried her back going to be fucked up and she going to take a pill. And then I'm worried we might see Wild Sydney, nigga. She going to hit Dan like Wild Bill, nigga. It's going to be a long night. Could be. Overall, man, I enjoyed this Great shit, Great fucking episode, dog. As always, these niggas is seven for seven, six for six, however many air, dog. Shit was fire. Um, Salute to, to everybody involved, man. Flatbush does it again. Um, yo, man. Oh, that was episode six of Flatbush. All right, let's talk about episode five of The Shy, man. All right, we got a voice note from Curve for The Shy as well, and we got one from Rob Silver too, man. Let's play Curve shit first. Uh, this is a a Shy review. Um, so I've been watching The Shy. I haven't been sending in the notes. I know last year we was very very hard critical on The Shy about how trash it's been. Um, I'm gonna keep it positive because uh, we need more positivity in the world. Right, but I do have a question. It's a little negative, so I, I just backslid real quick. Um, I feel like Rashad is gonna die or get killed, uh, mainly because nothing has went this good for this long for a character on the shy. Um, so I think it's interesting uh, just to kind of see him have his redemption and all that stuff. So I'm just really scared. Last time we've seen this string of luck from a character, it was Ronnie. And he got shot. Um, what's up with Papa and Angry Man Jr.? <laughs> Bakari. Um, Angry Man Jr. is a very angry kid. Um, I, I hope they get him some help. Well, I, I know they'll get him help because it's Lena Waithe. Um, and that's that's what she's going to give us on this one. Um, but overall, very decent uh, season of the shot so far. Um, I hate the ages of people. Um, like they they gave them ages on the show, but the people are being their ages in real life whenever they break conversation. I.e. Darnell, Jason Weaver, um, Trig talking about eras of music. So that was funny. But overall, uh, this last episode pretty cool. Um, I'm not gonna touch on teenage pregnancy at all. But I uh, like to hear what y'all got. What y'all gonna say? Um, as always, follow this week in culture on everything that matters. Facts. Facts. I think Lena gonna lean up with this uh Papa and um Angry Man Junior episode uh, relationship because it, it really looked like it's about the Lena. So I'm wondering if I, I said it a couple weeks ago when they smoked together for the first time. I'm wondering if Bakari about to fucking turn Papa into a savage, getting on these streets. No, I think they planted real teak in um. A little murderish. I don't know if they'll go that far. I mean, it's Lena. We we know that Lena, in a lot of cases, knows no bounds with representation. But um, 
I, I feel like he about to just have pop on some like bullshit, like some shit that get him in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Have him out in the streets or whatever, putting in work, nigga. Um, but uh, to Curve's other point, um, this how they do the ages on the shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, to Curve's other point uh, about shy Jason Weaver, um, I definitely understand where you coming from on shit. Feel like it's going too well for him. You know what I'm saying? Like it's I I hate to be the the pessimist, but to that point, every character we've ever seen have a string of good luck ran into some really traumatic shit. Um, we saw it with you know, salute to God, Jason Mitchell. Back when Brandon was on here, shit was going real well for him with the cooking, and then he was having problems at home with Terica. Um, we saw it obviously with Ronnie where, you know, he had gotten all his redemption and saved Keisha and found her when she got kidnapped and the whole city was loving him. And he got this money so he could go off to Schaumburg and go live his life and start anew. And then he got shot by Bakari. So I could definitely see something happening to Shad. I don't want it to because I actually think, you know, at least last couple episodes, I feel like his character's actually shown some real value. Um, and it's a feel good story, but we know that in a lot of these shows, unfortunately, black men don't get to live out feel good stories, man. We typically see something bad happen. Um, but shit, let's talk about the good shit, man. Uh, Shad had his moment with his girl. Yeah. They laying in bed, they chilling, they just had facials. Like they having a whole little spa day. So now we understand that last year, y'all was making uh, Jason Weaver character look yeah, yeah, old yeah. As intentionally. Fuck. Cause now he just look regular. Jason Weaver, he looking good. Uh, happy birthday to the guy. His birthday was like a week ago too, man. Um, him and uh, uh, Kiki the same age. <laughs> Kiki. Uh, um, but Shad looking good. He feeling good. He got his lady. They laid up, man. He telling her like, "Yo, I ain't never had no facial. I ain't never did none of this type shit. You putting me on to." And she was like, "Nigga, you deserve to be fucking." Cater to like you deserve to be you treat me well. I know you don't have a lot of resources. Yo, it's value in what he doing with her, by the way. One hundred percent. Fam, you don't have much at all. But everything I got, I'm giving to you. Yeah. And everything I got Every, or everything you got, you're giving to me. But also, nigga, what you can't provide me, you're giving me shit that can't be bought. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You giving me shit that I can't pay for. I've probably dated other dudes with with money and with resources and with access, all the shit you don't have, nigga. Look at what you do have, dog, and you're you're taking advantage of that. So in turn, she's giving to him all the shit he's never had, nigga. And boy, oh boy, my nigga laid up there. He's he, he yo. This was a moment that I felt shy. If I ain't never felt my nigga, that nigga said, "Look, I know it's been a few weeks. It might be a little early." I'm going to go ahead and just keep it real with myself, dog. I love you. I love you. It works. The feeling is what the feeling is, nigga, and I can't put it aside. I ain't never been through no shit like this. I never had no shit like this. I love you, dog. And I've been there, nigga. I might have told Shorty I loved her on, like, date three, nigga, that she ain't even believe was a date yet, nigga. Because, yo, when you know, you know, nigga. You ain't even know it. You ain't even know it, dog. When you know, you know it, man. And I feel like salute to Shad for saying, you know what? Fuck all that thug shit, street shit, all that. Nigga, fuck jail. Fuck everything. I didn't find a lady. I love her. Shad, the funny part, he finna be living over there. And he got Bakari all on trig in them couch, nigga. Yeah. His character is, uh, has a great arc. Everything is. So this season of the Shy, other than some. Some little, some little weird mishaps. Yeah, we're going, we're going to talk. Everything is positive. Yeah, and I like that. And it feel like I'm, I'm looking into the relationships and the trials and tribulations of, of a, of a couple people. Yeah. It get weird when the mama get in there and Dre get in there because they don't really have a place in this season so far. Yeah. Um, and it get weird whenever we jump to, uh, a little community outreach program because that shit makes no fucking sense. No. But like. The relationships that we've been seeing with Trig, yeah, that no one calls him Trig any longer. Yeah, everybody um, know him as Victor now. I Whole city, yeah, Whole city behind us. That's weird. Even like, that's weird. But Fam, like, Darnell, how Darnell know you, Victor? Yeah, like that's come that's on, weird. son. Um, but like the Darnell, like the Darnell relationships with his with his girl <laughs> or <laughs> high school, yeah, 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 like, yeah. All this shit has been come to a. a, a 
I like how everything is going. Like it all feels good. Man. I feel like they listened to the pie and they was like, "Yo, we they, we really don't got no redeeming qualities." And we got a little dark last year, and let's address it. And I appreciate that. And it's 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 little. It's better for me watching. Like I feel good about these episodes. This this episode was fucking great. The whole Keisha scene with the. Playing the cards, the conversation that the oh, fellas no. was that having. That was the realest episode like, or scene in oh, a long time, bro. Man, I'm you know like, what that felt good like? That felt like back when uh when Eminem and Brandon first became friends. Yeah. Or like all them scenes with Brandon and Kevin when yeah. like where it was just like, yo, it feel real. Yo, this is good dialogue. This is good TV, bro. And like I can see these conversations happening and shit. It's relatable TV, yeah. dog. And as as a viewer, you need that type shit, right? Even when Kev came in, I mean, uh, when Emmett came in with the chicken, she like, my nigga. Boy, you don't get tired of fucking chicken, nigga. He was like, fam, like, these free. niggas is good. Like, it's free and all they need is chicken. I, don't get I tired felt Emmett in that moment. I think I'm never going to get tired of free. I'm never going to get tired of free, but I'm also never going to get tired of wings, my nigga. You got to be a hundred with me, dog. I, it was fun. My girl looked right at me and was like, that's your ass, nigga. Like, you love some chicken, nigga. I do. Yeah, and every time, like, okay, you like shrimp and lobster. I, hey, right? you do. And every time you go somewhere, it's shrimp and lobster. So you be like, I hate a nigga that get yeah. the same thing. You get, the, you get salmon, shrimp, and lobster. That's it. But then, dog, it felt even more real because, yo, Keisha leaning into this. She loved Emmett, dog. <laughs> Woo! She said, yo, you had a long. Oh, Bakari tried to rob the spot, the uh, Smokies. He just out here. We find out that he just got kicked out of his friend crib who he been standing on the couch. He the nigga stealing packages. Yeah, he's stealing packages. He said he don't got no family. That nigga shot, told him, look, Emmett, get this young nigga some food. You not, shot, minimum, you could pay for the food. Minimum. Shot ain't got no fucking job. Shot ain't got no money. He ain't got no job. What he do? What did he do? He followed uh, Victor. <laughs> he a Victor. Like I feel like he said he got a job. No, nah, he a Victor. But he worked like for the Tommy. for the foundation. So them niggas don't get paid. But they, Victor, ain't, yo, where Victor get, paid, get these coats? They getting paid in exposures. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't yo. get paid in money. They get paid in exposures. Hold on, man, because we got uh Let me play this voice note from Rob on the shy before we get too deep into this thing. The one thing the shy has done well, perfect this season. Is the budding romance between Emmett and Keisha. Right on cue. And now we see it's finally blossomed to the point where they're a couple. Look, the actress that plays Tiffany is fine as a motherfucker. But she's a horrible, horrible character. And I don't give a fuck if she gets mad because her best friend is now with her ex-husband. She deserves to get her heart broken the way she shitted on Emmett. I I love seeing Emmett and Keisha happy, and that's the one storyline that's been top tier this entire season. And going back to last season, you saw it building. Mm-hmm. And I hope that the writers don't have Emmett fuck it up. Let's have this let's have a strong black couple for a fucking change on a fucking program, man. Right? Let's stop with the dysfunction. Mm. Talk to you great brothers later Yo So Rob just echoed What I felt about Shad and his girl When they had their scene At the beginning of the episode I was like yo I am so happy That we just have And I, I put this in the uh, In the Facebook thread That we just have A regular Black man Who just His girl love him And he love her back man. And that's it and that's powerful for, Yo And he approached her And he got at her And that, and now we seeing that With Emmett and, and Keisha Man Yo We've been lovers already We've done that And we did it dysfunctionally Because we was young And we was out here wilding But now look at our Look at our relationship Now that we both At points in our lives Where we really kind of Starting to get our shit together Man when she was talking When he was talking about The nigga online And you know what I'm saying He make him a better man Yeah yeah When she looked at the nigga And said you always been a good man Woo Speak, speak to that man. Speak to that man. Because in real life, and then he said it was when funny. She was in, remember when she was in a bad place when uh-huh. her father died, yep. and they came over there to have and, sex, and, and he, he said do it. no. Oh man, we don't need to sex out a scene. When somebody going through something, we can actually have these characters who really care about each other actually show that they care about each other yeah. and not just fuck it away. Hmm. 
Anyway, salute to Lena for that Because that was a great scene When Emmett told her Yo, as much as I love fucking with you like that This was also the first two seasons Also, that's a fact But he did tell her straight up Yo, we don't gotta do this Like, I'm your friend for real, dog Like, I care about you That's what he told her I actually care about you I don't don't wanna fuck you through your pain right now Like, I want you to talk to me, dog Lean on me So, in this scene When he come home from, from getting robbed he shook up. Yo, that nigga had his gun right in my face. Like, thank God Shab was there to get the gun from that nigga. Like, shit could have went bad, dog. I got kids. I got you. I got my mom. I'm having a, a a moment with my father. Like, we having a whole relationship renaissance. I ain't want to die, nigga. And in that moment, I seen my whole life. And Keisha, first of all, she hugged the fuck out that nigga. That hug looked like it felt good. She hugged his soul. She felt like she cared about a nigga. Dog. And then she told him, you know what, dog? After she clowned him out the chicken, she said, go upstairs, take a shower. Let me handle the food. I got you. Now, I don't know where these groceries came from. Don't know. She looked like she'd been staying there since she was there. <laughs> she came that one day and never yeah, left because right, um, right. she ain't been back to the dorm. I've been there, done that. Well, someone's done that to me. <laughs> the babies is not there. Cause he had the game night plan. He did come out the bathroom with the shirt off and shit. Yeah, no, he came out on some eye. Let me try to entice. Hey, that's in his contract that he got to have his shirt off at least three once or four per times. Episode. Like, come on, my nigga. So he came downstairs, and Keisha was making them faces at him. Like he talking about the food. She looking at that nigga like, fuck the food. But she also trying to respect his whole I'm being celibate thing, and I'm kind of friends with your ex wife, even though me and you was fucking after you and her had a baby. Yeah. But whatever It's a long story It's a long whatever It's messy Did but she to- ever get with the dude She was dating with Like they date like Oh the uh, dude from the dollar show Yeah Or whatever The thrift store I don't know if they hooked up Because this part is, this, If not this She the been first waiting time Since she, she had, had that baby Well no what I'm saying is This is the first time She had sex Since she got Abducted and raped Yeah 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 That's what I'm saying like, Yeah 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 Since she got pregnant Is what I meant Not since she had a baby Um, If she wasn't with dog yeah. And the way she was Talking about dog It ain't sound like They was yeah. together It just like, sound like He treated her The nice. fact that you Even let a man Touch you in the sexual nature yeah. After you went through That yeah. trauma Is like yeah. Big But I think Why they didn't like Maybe address that Directly Is cause When she got with old boy he kind of walked through some of that trauma just with like yeah. the intimacy. For sure. Um, so yeah, but she was comfortable with Emmett. They had a moment. And to Rob's point, man, it really I know the whole Tiffany thing is coming next week. We know. We saw it in the trailer. It's all there. But dog, it felt good as fuck to see them get together. I ain't gonna lie. Yo, I, don't, yo, I was very happy for the two of them, dog. For sure. Like that felt really fucking good. When she was like, I can look at you all day. Oh man And then he was like I can look at you For the rest of my life Come on Come on Come on And I'm then like, they went oh, on and went there it. Come on nigga Go on and couch do it And ain't no babies here And you made this fire ass uh, Spinach dip Or whatever the fuck Shout out to the couch Yeah no, nah, They got down dog And I appreciated it all man Um, Couch underrated I mean The couch is just where you Here's the thing The couch is underrated For mad shit Sex Sleep uh, Cause nigga That couch sleep Be way better than Getting in your bed sleep I sleep. I, I I unintentionally sleep on the couch most nights, fam, until I, about four o'clock in the morning. Me and Shorty don't even argue when one of us don't come to bed till five a.m., nigga. Because guess where I was? That couch, nigga. And we know the vibes. Like it just the couch is underrated as fuck for life. Shit, nigga. The couch is my favorite place to eat. Fuck a dining room table. Want eat on the couch? Like it just happens, dog. It just happens. Um. What else happened this episode? Oh, Trig, man. Yo, so real quick. I did enjoy the fuck out this episode, but I will say this was one of them like I we kind of mentioned this last week, but we was confirmed. I said it like under my yeah. breath. So the the person that Trig dating is not uh a cis no, no, no. Woman. Nope. She's a trans woman. Confirmed this week. Um, that's his style. That's what he into. That's what he prefers. Um, she even asked that nigga, when was the last time you were with a cis woman? And he ain't answered. And then it made me think. Then he then he said, well, what do they call us? Yeah, yeah. Because he like. This was the Uncle Clifford. He, yo, he, but he asked a valid question. Well, if trans women are women and I like trans women, don't that 
Make me straight? Then he then basically he was like, yeah, but when you been with a real woman? That's yeah. really what she no, asked. No, because she had to get some clarity, and that nigga ain't had no answer for her. He hit her with the Weebay face, like, oh, shit. But all that said, what I don't like about this storyline is them setting up the play for him to get outed or found out when for two seasons prior we've known that this nigga. Or I don't know that that's going to happen, but because she basically was like, nigga, I'm not going to tell. Yeah, I don't believe but, no journalist. But she was like. But And she also said I'm not a secret Yeah You know what I'm saying But You need to do something Before somebody finds out And holds it against you Yeah So she coming like Yo this is But like this was my thing And I think this is my issue With them kind of pushing That narrative Within this storyline Fam He was already With a trans woman Everybody knew And guess what Who he like if he would have like it don't matter right? cuz like the relationship that he in with the with the one chick the play niece dude I play niece nigga they only did that because he don't have a girl and he running for political office and when you a man running for office you need a woman on your arm and I, legitimately into that next episode next, next yeah. I never thought that it was because he needed a quote unquote real woman cis woman yeah I this just wasn't thought that, that at all Bro, and that, but that's what it was presented as, nigga. I right, well, Imani gone. You need a fucking girl if you gonna run for city council. Yeah, nigga, this was not to hide nothing. Charles dog. Pugh ain't had no girl. I mean, <laughs> Charles Pugh had. Nah, I'm he not, had the kids. I'm, I'm not gonna get into what Charles Pugh had, but I don't like that they playing that narrative because what I feel like they lining up is either a somebody going out him or b it's gonna be this triumphant. Representation moment where I confess my love for trans women, and it's like all of that's well and good, but we already knew that for two seasons, bro. Like, if they could find a way to do this show, right? Give us Darnell storyline with that family. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. cool with that. Uh, the image, Darnell, image, Jada. Um, I'm even halfway understandably cool with the uh, the child pregnancy type shit, yeah, uh, though it's irritating as fuck, but yeah. like. I don't need these old ass gangsters and I don't need okay. the mama. Cause like this, that's pulling this shit. I can, I'm cool with the Tiffany shit, yeah, yeah. but like it don't fit no more. This whole, yeah. this whole community policing, that shit don't fit. I don't Man. know how you can fit trig into this without the extra shit, but like it doesn't fit. It so, makes the show stupid. Dude, I and Q, this was the, and I, I've generally enjoyed the dude Q when he's been on here. But I promise you, Dude I and Q for the first time, well, not Dude I, but Q for show. This was goofy as fuck. Like, they had the convo with Candy. Uh, fucking citizens is getting mad. Community getting mad. They packages being stolen. In a minute, they're going to ask for the cops to come back because they're going to say, we got rid of cops and our shit getting stolen. Fam, hey, let me tell you, I live in Detroit. We have cops. Packages get stolen every day, B. Get a ring camera, catch these niggas, hope you get your shit back. That's all you could do. Get your shit insured for the extra one to three dollars, and maybe you get a fucking replacement package if it don't make it to you. I don't know, nigga. But fam, they went down to this warehouse. So you mean to tell who me Who was these niggas? These the UPS people? The Amazon people? They no. got a known like ring of stealing packages. Cause I heard Bakari say he been taking them and pawning them. them. And that's how he getting by. Do he work for the ring of packages? That's what I'm thinking. What is happening right now? I didn't get it, bro. They didn't explain it well enough. And then when they went in there, dog upped his strap first on cue. And dude, I said, if you kill him, you won't make it home. And dog just put the strap down. Fam, I have the strap. Y'all don't. I don't get it. I don't lose in this battle, dog. Like, I'm a witness. Now they scared of y'all? Then you got 70-year-old cute and choked this nigga up. Dude, I slowly smacked I'm, the gun out. I'm going to give you 20% in perpetuity Damn. because I'm scared of y'all? Who are you? They ain't even say, yo, we're when the nigga, last two you niggas. You the fucking mayor. How they don't know who you are? Fam. Facts. <laughs> Second of all. The fucking mayor that disappeared. The two of you are the fucking last two leaders well, not counting my nigga Trice, because he did. Of 63rd Street. Y'all didn't even lead with that. Like, yo, do y'all know who the fuck we are? Do y'all like still that? run 63rd? Is 63rd even running? Because, nigga, y'all ain't said the word 6th or 3rd in big, a long time. Where Big Mike? Where he at? Yo, man, Big Mike would have handled all this shit. But I just, I hate their, I'm with you, dog. I think their storyline is one of the ones that's bringing this down a little bit. And also... I say this, I've said it every fucking week. These kids and the smoking the weed 
Yeah, it's too regular, dog. Like not they now they went from vape pens to actual blunts. Yeah, no, nah, but hold up, but Curry, you rolling up right in my crib? We ain't even hundred percent confirmed you can live here, my nigga. Y'all just got to high school, fam. Papa, I get you was high, but nigga, when Jake come in, what you talking about? He live here now. Papa, is you my man's or his? Oh, I forgot he beat the fuck J- Jacob and got Jake in trouble. Well, they, yeah, they the, he the, their argument and they little tough tussle was the reason Jake got jumped by the police. And like, Trig, you ain't think of this? Come on, man. Or a shot. Cause no, shot. But, but Trig, you didn't think of this. Oh, when you when he said he could stay here? Yeah. Oh, let, oh, me, no. let, well, me, let me shoot it. Let me call Jake. So that was my issue because... I'm pretty sure Shad and Trigg had some convo about that shit because Bakari first said it when he was like, Victor ain't the nigga I'm worried about. He's talking about Jake because that's the nigga I had beef with. Somebody need to say that. Then when Shad said whatever the fuck he said to Victor, he was like, yo, that little nigga fuck up. He was like, I'll talk to Jake, but if he do anything, how about somebody text Jake real quick? Also, Jake, when you come downstairs asking me, yo, you ever got a girl pregnant? Here was another moment. That they kind of they what we just talked about on the P Valley pod, y'all could have really sat down and had some dialogue. Now, Trig is so eloquent when he's talking about all these other issues out out of the blue. How come you can't have a conversation about that? Because when you talk to him, it's it's nigga advice. When I when I I noticed that for a reason. When I noticed my little brother is lying the fuck out his mouth right now about asking me about this pregnant shit. Yeah, dog, I'm gonna talk to my little bro and make sure that he really understand the consequences or just the decisions. Um, and then I thought we might get some of that responsibility convo with Jenna dad. But Jimma dad only talked to Jimmy. He ain't said a fucking word to Jake. He ain't even look Jake in the eye. Jake's sitting there, sir. I can get three jobs. I, I can really make sure I take care of this baby. That nigga literally, Jake said all that. Dog looked right at Jimma and said, anyway, uh, Jimma, you need to. And I'm like, dog, talk to Jake. Because when like, Kevin came out your crib, you had a whole talk with them in the kitchen. That still never amounted to nothing, but you did, though. Talk to Jake, because he the one fucking your daughter, bro. Shit crazy. And then I also didn't love how Gemma energy switched up. Because when Jake said he wanted to have a baby, she wasn't with it. This my body, my choice. Fuck out of here. Then she had a dream that they had the baby and kept it and all was all right. And woke up like, Dad, it's my body. It's my choice. You're not going to make me have an abortion. Motherfucker, that's what Jake said, nigga. Like, huh. All in all. It was a good episode, but the old man storyline, the community policing storyline, and Papa, they got to figure something out fast, and they got like four episodes to get it done, because right now, these are the storylines that are- got to kill Papa. Bakari got to kill Papa or fuck up the community policing spot. Also- Bring the police back, my nigga. Um, what happened to- Vic Mensa's sister. She just gone now. She in foster care. Like, they ain't say a word. Uh, Nina and Dre, another episode where they just weren't there while Kevin was doing mad shit. They don't need to be. Oh, um, another thing I didn't love. I don't like them having Kevin force shit with this cute girl who he don't have shit in common with and really trying to figure out do we like her for real. Niggas don't talk at all. Fam, about nothing. Neither one of them is interested in the other. He thinks she cute. Cute young girl. That's fine. Y'all don't have no chemistry, dog. And if y'all gonna set up where he like Vic Mensa's sister, just do that. Focus on that. Don't have him trying to square peg round hole this shit with this girl because he don't like her. Um, but one thing I did think we got from a positive uh, from Nate's situation, Jake might have found something he good at with that clothes design shit that he did when he made his. I think they're gonna try to do something with that because that's the first time we've ever seen Jake. Like own something like yeah. So all in all, man, good episode of the shy, good episode of uh, Flatbush Misdemeanors, man. Showtime, y'all killing it. Um, let us know what y'all thought about both of these episodes. Uh, hit us up this week in culture across all the pods. This week in culture pod at gmail dot com. Um, until next week, man. I'm Ant. That's Jay. Episode two fifty two. We out.